When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Today we have a story time of a spoiled kid who gets owned by his professor. Let's get into it. So sure enough, we're going to call the subscriber Alex who submitted this story. So anyways, Alex is a freshman in college. And when you enter college, it's really, I don't know, it's, it's an interesting experience because there's all these new people, classes, events. It is like going into another phase of your life. So yeah, let's just jump into Alex's first class. So his first class is an 8 a.m. class. And as someone who's taken 8 a.m. classes in the past, let me just say that they're very difficult and they're hard to get up to at least, especially if you do not have the best sleep hygiene slash routines, which at the time I had 8 a.m.s, I did not. Alex, though, got up, you know, at the for the 8 a.m. class, as you never want to miss your first class. It just sets a bad impression, especially if you intend to take the class. And he gets in there, and it is a calculus class. Calculus can be a pretty difficult subject matter, especially if you're not good at math. Trust me, as a major, as someone who's taking a major with a lot of math, and as someone who isn't good at math, it's, it is difficult. So he gets in there, and it's a large auditorium. And there's a lot of seats and a lot of people. And the professor is down, like sitting down at the whiteboard, and he waits for most people to get in, and he starts right at 8 a.m. on the dot. One thing that Alex notices right off the bat is that this professor is definitely not a, a like a no BS professor. This professor definitely is the type to just keep on going, to just like not take, not basically not take any crap from the students and to really stick by his rules. He's definitely older. He probably does it old school. He probably does, remembers what it was like when he was in college way, way back in the day. So sure enough, one of the first things the professor says as people get on in is that you know, he has a set of rules. You will either follow them or you will not follow them. And whether you choose to follow them or not will not change the way that he like, like basically what he's saying is I have a set of rules and I'm not going to like change unless there's extreme circumstance that makes it like understandable. For example, you have a parent die. So you miss an exam. Okay. He might be a little bit more lenient than, Hey man, I slept in. So yeah, right off the bat, this was the type of professor. So let's go a couple weeks in. So the professor was kind of more of a lecture-based professor. However, he decided that today they were going to do some group-based learning because, I don't know, maybe he just wanted to mix it up just a little bit. So yeah, anyways, uh, Alex, the subscriber, is now put into a randomized group of other people in his class. And so there's one kid in this group that I want to introduce. So they don't really get to know each other besides this because, you know, they're in a, it's a lecture-based class, it's not a discussion-based class, and in lecture-based class you normally don't see each other as much or you don't get to know the other people in your class as much. But there's a kid who we're just going to call the spoiled kid. So the spoiled kid never showed up to class. I think he showed up maybe on the first day as that is kind of the day that you, if you're going to show up one day of the year, you're going to show up either that day or the day of exams. Um, so anyways, this kid never showed up to class, which I've actually known quite a few people that are just genuinely really good at the subject matter. So they just, they just don't show up to lecture, they show up to the exams, and they actually kill the class. However, I will say that sometimes that's not the case. And people who don't actually, quite often, a lot of times people who don't show up to class are the ones who aren't doing as well on the exams. So the spoiled kid definitely had a bit of entitlement. 
he definitely, you know, at his local high school, he was like, I don't know, like the top dog, the number one star, whatever. Everyone told him he was awesome for everything. He didn't need to show up and he was rewarded. He probably came from some background where he was given a lot and kind of just expected that as a baseline from here on out, which is just kind of how the reality for a lot of spoiled kids, right? So anyways, sure enough, you know, he never really shows up. However, he shows up maybe once every two weeks um, because, you know, to be fair, I've missed my 8 a.m. classes sometimes. Um, not because I just feel like sleeping through, but because I wake up and my alarm clock has been going off and I'm like, oh, shoot. Anyways, though, so in that little small group, this was a random day that the spoiled kid did show up. You know, they're all sitting there and uh, I don't know, they're just like, so they're going through some calculus problems. This is calculus one, so it's a lot of derivatives. You're not really doing a lot of integration or Taylor series or anything like that yet. You're just mostly doing derivatives. Um, so they're going through that. I think they're going through like derivative techniques to solve the problems. And uh, so for some reason, like the spoiled kid is just, he's like on his phone. He's not really paying attention. People were supposed to introduce each other in the very beginning, the very, the very beginning of the groups. And the spoiled kid really just didn't. Like this kid would just be like looking at people, kind of giving a little bit of a, like a look at them. I don't really know how else to explain it other than he just wasn't really being like the greatest kid ever. Uh, you could really tell that he had a bit of like air of entitlement and definitely a lot of arrogance with everything he did. And uh, from that point on, Alex like just didn't really have a good, like he just didn't really feel that good about that kid. He just got a bad vibe. So about a couple weeks later, they had a really major exam coming up. So in class, uh, it was the professor was like, all right, so we have two major exams and then we have a final exam. I don't have homework or like we have homework assignments, but they're not graded. We don't have quizzes and I don't care if you show up to class or not. So really your grade is comprised of this test, the next test and the final exam, all that have equal weights. So basically what you guys need to know is that if you mess up one of these exams, you're screwed. Yeah, so it was kind of a, not, I guess not a dark thing because a lot of classes are like this, but it was pretty brutal. I definitely enjoy classes that, you know, you have a lot more opportunities, a lot more wiggle room. Maybe they even put a bit more emphasis on showing up, uh, homework, stuff that you can check over. And, but some classes, like my calculus class, were really just exam-based and that was your grade. And uh, I mean, that kind of just gave you more opportunity. I don't know. It, some classes are just like that. However, the spoiled kid was not there on that day. And also the teacher was like, look, if there's a reason why you're going to miss the exam, you need to tell me now. Unless some freak emergency shows up like the day of and like you have no control over it. And we both are like, I need to like, I need to believe that it is actually worth me giving you an absence. And the teacher outlined in the first day of class, like death of something, insane illness. Okay. Uh, I don't know, tornado blows up your room. Okay, there are, there are specific examples where it would definitely make sense. <coughs> Sorry. However, for the most part, like, he's not going to allow you, to, unless you give a really good example or a good reason, well in advance, which is true for most teachers. They'll give you deadlines, they'll let you take stuff, extend, whatever, as long as you have a good reason and as long as you tell them in advance. The spoiled kid was not there that day. So if you didn't know, this spoiled kid loved going on crazy vacations randomly. So Alex only kind of heard of this because he wasn't in the same, he wasn't in the, like the same social groups as the spoiled kid. However, word kind of got around because this kid genuinely carried such a reputation because of the way he acted that, uh, yeah, people would just talk about his crazy 
insane vacations all around or whatever. So yeah, basically the spoiled kid, um, he would go on random vacations, like just the crazy exotic places. I don't know about you, but I can't relate just to being like, oh, I feel like going to, uh, I don't know, Switzerland. Bye guys. Like just on a whim, be like, huh, I'm bored. Let me get on my private jet to Switzerland. Like, bro, I don't know about you, but that's just not something that happens to me ever, like at all, bro. Anyways, though, so the spoiled kid must have completely forgot that they had an exam. I mean, when you don't show up to class again and again, that is something that is bound to happen. So, yeah. Um, anyways, eventually, it's the day of the exam. So uh, Alex has spent a lot of time preparing for it as he realizes how important it's going to be. And uh, they, the exam is at the time of the class, 8 a.m., so everyone gets there about 10 minutes early. The teacher suggested you should get here about 10 minutes you should get here about 10 minutes early. That's best practice. You'll probably feel the most comfortable and perhaps do the best if you do this. So everyone did, or everyone showed up at least, you know, five or so minutes early. But one kid did not show up, and it was the spoiled kid. So Alex was, like, kind of thinking to himself, oh, he must have gotten an extension, must have told him he wasn't going to be here. This is totally fine. So the spoiled kid, anyways, they take their exams, and uh, it takes about a week for the grades to come in. So during that entire week, the spoiled kid does not show up to class. However, on that Friday, exam grades come out. And Alex did all right. He didn't kill it, but he also didn't get killed. You know, he did fine. You know, he put in the effort and he got a decent result out. He can't really complain. However, this grade must have also gone out to the spoiled kid, who now saw that he had a 0% in about a third of his grade, meaning that he is guaranteed to have a 66% or lower because it is literally one-third, 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 and if one-third is a zero, even if you score 100% of the next two exams, you cannot have greater than a 66%, which is roughly a fail. So the spoiled kid actually shows up in the class on Monday, and the only reason he showed up is because he got a notification. So he shows up in the class, but he doesn't even show up on time. So they're in class on Monday, and you know Alex doesn't really think much of it, and that's when the door opens up 10 minutes late. Sure enough, the spoiled kid walks in. And the spoiled kid is kind of crazy, bro. He walks in and he's like, come, like, what's up with this man? Like, literally walks into class and basically just chews out the teacher, being like, what's up with this? And, like, he's holding his phone and opening Canvas and shows the 0%. And the teacher, remember, guys, I've already told you, this is a very old-school, professional-type teacher who's really by the books and likes to keep things. Y you know what I mean. He's very, I, I don't know, he's not the type of teacher that would respond to this very well. So the teacher looks at him as kind of like taken aback, like, whoa. This, it, like, he's almost shocked for a second, but this is also a very old teacher. He's definitely has tenure. He's been around forever. And I'm sure he's seen kids just as bad, maybe worse, but this is probably on the worst side. So he's shocked because it's a pretty crazy thing to say. But then he kind of like, you know, settles back into character and is like, looks at the spoiled kid and is like, don't interrupt my class like that. Like, you may sit down. So there's very obvious tension in the room right now because, you know, the spoiled kid literally just burst into the room and just yelled at the teacher. And this teacher is definitely, first of all, no teacher really should take it. But I think maybe younger teachers might be a little bit more, I don't know, worried about responding to a student harshly. But this teacher has been through, he's been through it all, man. So he's like, sit down, don't interrupt my class. And the spoiled kid is like, I'm not sitting down till we figure this out. So now the spoiled kid is basically telling him that this is something's gonna go down and it's like we're gonna like we're not i'm not going anywhere until we resolve this so he holds up his phone phone is the secret word of the day so if you made it this far into the video comment phone down below in the comment section 
And also, while you're in the comment section, check out the pinned comment as there's a link to the Spotify page in which I upload these as, as uh, podcasts. So if you want to listen to the stories as podcasts, do so on my official Spotify page and also rate five stars if you haven't already. And also, the second link in the pinned comment is a link to my second channel in which I do story times like these. However, they're from Reddit and not submitted from you. Please subscribe as that channel is still growing and much smaller. Anyways, though, so it's a bit of a showdown between the teacher and the student at this point, and they're kind of duking it out. So, uh, yeah, the, uh, the, t- the student is like, uh, I guess the teacher is like, okay, this, I, I do need to address this. I'm telling this kid to sit down, but he's not. And I guess the teacher is thinking like, okay, this is actually a pretty good opportunity to kind of make a point. So the teacher decided to play into the spoiled kid's nonsense. So he's like, yeah. Like, what do you want to talk about? And spoiled kid's like, I have a 66%, like, I have a 0% in this class, and I just checked Canvas, and is it really true, like, is it really true that, like, I got a zero on this exam, I didn't know we were having an exam, like, I demand a retake. And here's the thing, the teacher probably wasn't going to give him a retake, like a redo, however, I can guarantee you that the teacher would have been much, much, much more likely to give him a redo if he didn't show up in the class, barge in, interrupt class, be super disrespectful, and then demand a redo. Maybe if he said, hey, it's a genuine mistake, and uh, is there any way I can do a redo, like, I'm fine if I lose a lot of points right off the bat, like, please, can I take any opportunity, it was a genuine mistake. Not saying that that would guarantee it. In fact, I believe with this teacher, by the context that I've received, probably wouldn't even budge at that point. However, you're just better off doing that than doing what he's doing. Bro really thinks that he can demand something and get away with it. As I've said before, standard spoiled kid behavior. So yeah, the whole class is kind of like astounded at this point because they're just probably thinking, did this kid really just demand our teacher give him, like, did he really just demand it? Because they were probably thinking, like, wow, this kid missed his exam, I feel kind of bad. They probably were thinking also, like, oh, maybe he shouldn't be barging in like this, but maybe he's super stressed out, and he really, like, I don't know, like, you're trying to give him the benefit of the doubt, but they really couldn't give him the benefit of the doubt after he starts basically demanding a redo. Like, that was probably one of the most entitled and spoiled things I've ever heard. So sure enough, Alex is uncomfortably sitting in his chair because everyone in that room is extremely, extremely uncomfortable because just this weird tension. I honestly think the teacher was almost excited to have this go down because it was an easy smackdown, it was an easy dunk, and it was a very, very public dunk. Like the teacher now had an opportunity to smack down this kid and point it and basically prove a point in front of everybody, right? So the teacher's like, like, you miss an exam, like, one exam is a third of your grade. You missed an exam, so you got a zero. Yeah, so basically, the teacher goes on to say that, like, looks at, like, the spoiled kid and kind of questions him, like, like, I don't know why you're still taking this class. Like, I would suggest you drop it at this point. Because he goes on to say that, you know, or kind of, like, remind the spoiled kid in front of everyone. Remember, this is in front of everyone, which is why I think the teacher is kind of enjoying this. That since he missed the class, and since he didn't give him a reason for it, that he was going to, you know, get a zero on a third of his grade, which means that he cannot do better than a fail in this class. The spoiled kid starts yelling back, like, you can't do this. Us students have rights. Like, you can't do this to us. Like, that's unfair and unjust treatment. And the teacher's like, well, if you actually showed up to class, you'd realize that I have a very, actually have a very lenient policy when it comes to making up uh, tests. However, I'm only lenient if you inform me ahead of time. And the spoiled kid's like, you never told us that. 
And the teacher's like, well, actually, I did. If you showed up to class, which is highly encouraged because of the information that you would miss, you would have known that. And the spoiled kid's like, well, I wasn't even in the... I was gone. I was out in uh, France. I couldn't be here. How could I take an exam while I'm in France? And the teacher's like, does that sound like my concern? Does that sound like my problem? And that's when the whole class is like, oh, damn, bro. Teacher's actually going in, bro. That guy's kind of crazy. Yeah, so it starts to get a little heated as a spoiled kid's like, he kind of like admits a little bit like, oh my god, my parents are going to kill me. Yeah, so basically the spoiled kid is like, no, 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 like you need to change the grade right away. And like, I need to take calculus because basically they had like a business track program. It wasn't like an entire school, but they had a business track, but you had to like have a prerequisite to start the business track. So basically business track students had to take out, sorry, burp there, had to take calculus first semester and they also had to take one other class i think it was like econ 101 or something like that and if you didn't take it first semester um you couldn't start the business track you could do a bunch of other things you could be an econ major you could do a lot of other stuff like that but you needed to have calc in the first semester if you wanted to be in the business school so that was probably one of the bigger reasons why this kid was so freaking out i bet it's a situation where his dad was like really pushing for him in the to be in the business program and if you did not take calculus, which if you drop out or you fail, that's the equivalent of just not taking the class to the school. So if you didn't take it in the first semester, you just couldn't be in the business program. Sure, you could have like econ program or math program or some kind of like adjacent program that would literally get you probably the same jobs and might even be a better degree for what you're doing. But this kid was really focused on the business program. And so this kid, the spoiled kid was starting to have like literally started to tear up in the middle of class. And he started screaming at the professor like, if you don't give me, like, uh, if you don't let me retake the exam, like, I'm going to have the full force of the law, like, go after you. I'm going to have my father and his company sue you. You don't even know who my, do you know who my father is? Like, he has a law firm. He'll send every lawyer that he has against you. You'll be in litigation for years and have to spend all of your measly teacher salary. And remember, everyone is just watching this. And a few kids actually take out their phones and start recording this. And so anyways, the, the calc teacher is like, all right, bring it on then. Because the calc teacher, even though he knows, like he doesn't want to get in a court case, but he also is kind of assuming that this kid is most likely bluffing because if his dad actually did anything important, he wouldn't, <laughs> he would know that this would be a dead case from the start. And uh, so what ended up happening was the spoiled kid, yeah, he failed the class and he dropped out and he couldn't be in the business program. But not only that, because yeah, he didn't, he wasn't able to threaten the calc teacher into giving him a redo, which... Uh, is kind of just like what I'd assume would be expected. But here's the thing. It actually continues, and it actually gets worse for the spoiled kid, kind of proving that karma is actually real. Basically, this kid, like the video of this kid screaming at the professor that like he's going to like sue him if he doesn't give him the free stuff or whatever, basically saying, ah, my daddy's going to sue you or whatever. That video goes viral internally. It's not like a million viewed video on the internet, but like people share it like wildfire. So like, you know, all the like the messaging apps for that school are sharing links to it. And he basically becomes known as the the daddy will sue you kid. So we actually had a pretty decent reputation before. Like people kind of thought he was a D-bag a little bit, but they were like, oh, he's kind of cool and like an outlet, like an outsider or whatever. But now everyone's like, oh, it's daddy will sue you kid. Lol. 